0: Good afternoon, I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Is a social media giant Facebook in danger of getting banned here in the Philippines? See, in his latest address to the nation, President Rodrigo Duterte slammed Facebook for taking down what he called the advocacy accounts of the Philippine military and police. The chief executive questioned social media or the social media giant's purpose. But he also said he's willing to talk.
1: You cannot lay down a policy policy for my government, I allow you to operate here. You cannot bar or prevent me from exposing the objectives of government. No government in this wide world exposes killing or execution or what not. But you know that there is a left, that the left is the National Democratic Front. And uh, that's the... Then you have the New People's Army as an organ of that. So, if you cannot help me protect government interests, then let us talk. We may or we may not find the solution. If we cannot, then I'm sorry.
0: Facebook took down dozens of accounts and pages as well as 20 Instagram accounts operating in the Philippines for allegedly engaging in coordinated inauthentic behavior. Some of the allegedly fake profiles were linked to the Philippine police and military personnel. The armed forces has said it does not condone the use of fake accounts and it stands ready to sanction personnel involved in the issue if Facebook identifies the fake profiles. Also in his address to the nation on Monday night, President Duterte again offering to resign saying he's getting fed up with corruption in government. That's as he cited the irregularities in the embattled Philippine Health Insurance Corporation or PhilHealth as well as the Pastillas bribery scandal in the country's immigration bureau. Duterte also said he's willing to appear before Congress and discuss with lawmakers how they can put a stop to the problem.
1: ko ito sa inyo, I offered to resign as president. Talagang ulat ng katapusan itong corruption. Mahirap talaga peginil, especially mga pastillas hanggang ngayon. Even with the investigation or the clamor for government to be, to shake the tree? Well it's it's being committed every day. Now can you stop it? You cannot. There is no way
0: Philippine Senate President Vicente Soto III is taking Duterte's offer to resign with a grain of salt. Soto says the president cannot turn his back on the Filipino people. As for Senator Panfilo Lacson, he says Duterte should back his strong words against corruption with concrete actions and political will. That includes applying anti-graft and corruption laws to both his friends and his foes. Lockson also says the upper chamber is already proposing a bill to give Duterte special powers to address red tape. On to the latest in the House speakership saga. According to at least one lawmaker, Congressman Lord Alan Velasco only has himself to blame for failing to get enough support from his colleagues to take over as House Speaker. 203 congressmen have signed a manifesto supporting Alan Peter Cayetano's continued speakership until the end of the 18th Congress, that's despite a term-sharing deal made last year. Cavite Representative Elpidio Barzaga Jr. believes this is all because Velasco failed to lay the groundwork for his speakership.
1: September 30 would be tomorrow, yeah. but up to now, Lord Alan has not even called or texted any of the House leaders, informing us that in the event that there would be a change in leadership, this would be this would what would happen to your chairmanship. This would what happen to your position. This would be the way I would be running the House of Representatives. He should have done that from the very start that the 18th Congress from the very time that the 18th Congress is started. Naman sabihin, oh, sharing tayo, September 30, na ako. Kung sa ito ang aking policy.
0: Sources told ABS-CBN News the camps of Velasco and Cayetano will meet again with President Duterte Tuesday night to settle the question on the speakership just as they did in 2019, but Malacanang has yet to confirm this. The suspects in the deadly 2016 night market bombing in Davao City sentenced to reclusion perpetua or up to 40 years in prison. In the ruling shared by the local government, the court on Monday found the seven suspects guilty of multiple murder and multiple attempted murder for the attack that killed 17 people. But they were found not guilty of terrorism, with the court citing the failure of the prosecution to prove the killer's guilt beyond reasonable doubt. The Davao city government expressing dismay over that portion of the decision, given the bombing's impact on the city and its people. Acting Mayor Sebastian Duterte says the court's ruling underscores the importance of having a good anti-terror law. The Philippine military confirms state forces have killed a sub-leader of the local terror group Abu Sayyaf. Arsibar Sawajan was killed in an encounter with soldiers in Patikul Sulu Monday morning. No one was killed on the side of the military. Arsibar is the cousin of ASG leader and bomb expert Mundi Sawajan, the alleged mastermind of last month's suicide bombings in Holosulu. Mundi Sawajan's alleged assistant was also nabbed in Zambwanga City. The capture of Ashim Saripada is seen as a major blow to the terror group. Pope Francis appoints a new apostolic nuncio to the Philippines. Archbishop Charles John Brown will replace Archbishop Gabriel Giordano Caccia, who left last December when the Pope appointed him as a new permanent observer of the Holy See to the United Nations. Prior to his appointment, Brown served as papal ambassador to Albania since March of 2017. Aside from acting as the pope's ambassador, the apostolic nuncio plays a huge role in the appointment of bishops. Brown is set to take the post amid increasing tensions between the Catholic Church in the Philippines and the Duterte administration over government's bloody war on drugs. The Philippines will maintain most of its quarantine protocols next month. Health Secretary Francisco Duque III announced Metro Manila, Bacolod, Tacloban, Iloilo City, Batangas and Iligan will stay under General Community Quarantine or GCQ this October. Some provinces like Bulacan, Laguna, Cavite and Rizal will be shifting from GCQ to the least stringent Modified General Community Quarantine, or MGCQ. The rest of the country will remain under MGCQ, while Lanao del Sur will be placed under a Modified Enhanced Community Quarantine. The new quarantine classifications will be in effect until the end of October.
2: If we can reduce the number of these clustering of cases, and then, uh, we can see that there is this decreasing trend of clustering, uh, in these specific areas. And then we can be able to say that, uh, we can maybe shift into this modified GC. We still need to further decongest our hospitals. We still need to further expand our capacity so that we will be able to be ready when uh, that time comes, if ever, if and when there would be another increase in the number of cases.
0: Well, the Philippine Health Department recorded over 3,000 new coronavirus cases on Monday, raising the country's total to 307,288. 37 new deaths are also recorded, while 163 more patients have recovered. The DOH is again urging Filipinos to be vigilant as they continue to see clustering in some areas. There are currently over 2,000 Covid-19 clusters in the country, 27 percent of which are in the national capital region.
2: Even though we have this less than one transmission rate, we still need to be very cautious. We have to have that cautious optimism. Though we are seeing improvements, we still need, we cannot be complacent. We still need to be vigilant. At kailangan parin talaga bantayan yung mga areas na may nakikita pa clustering.
0: The Philippine island of Batanes no longer COVID-19 free. The local government confirms a 29-year-old male who arrived in the province on September 22 tested positive for the virus. He is asymptomatic and now under isolation at a quarantine facility. The local government says the patient stayed at a quarantine facility in Santa Rosa Laguna before traveling to Batanes. A group of 19 Filipino seafarers finally home after being stranded in China for months due to the pandemic. They flew from Xiamen on board a flight chartered by the Philippine Foreign Affairs Department. They arrived at the Man- at Manila's Ninoy Aquino International Airport early Tuesday morning. The repatriates were taken to a quarantine facility for their mandatory isolation. 16 of the seafarers were stranded at sea on their ships after China kept them from disembarking. They also couldn't go home due to the lack of commercial flights. The World Bank expects the pandemic to stoke the slowest economic growth in East Asia and the Pacific, including China, in over 50 years. The bank sees the region growing by a mere 0.9 percent this 2020. That's the lowest rate recorded since 1967. It meanwhile forecasts China's economy to come in at 2 percent, boosted by government spending and strong exports, but held back by slow domestic consumption. The international lender attributes the slowdown to a triple shock from the health crisis itself, as well as the economic impact of coronavirus containment measures and the global recession. And because of the economic downturn, the World Bank also sees poverty in the region increasing to as many as 38 million people this year. Families lacking food to eat here in the Philippines on the rise. That's according to a social weather station survey taken just this September. Amid the pandemic, the number of families experiencing involuntary hunger at least once in the past three months is now at an estimated 7.6 million households. That's a record high of 30.7%, surpassing the peak in March of 2012, which was at 23.8%. According to the survey, the hunger trend has been rising since May of this year. Overturning a previous trend when hunger was already steadily declining from 23.8% in March 2012 to make that 8.8% in December of 2019. President Duterte urging telecommunication companies to boost internet connectivity in the Philippines days before the start of classes in public schools. Duterte also appealed to local government officials to make it easier for telcos to set up towers and other infrastructure in their localities for them to improve their services.
1: It pisses me off to no end really to be discussing this telcos because Akramihan, Ulang service, let the telcos do the job, allow them to build the structures, towers, if you may, para naman ma'am, improve nila.
0: Both Globe Telecom and PLDT have said they are ramping up their spending on expansion plans and efforts to improve their services. As for the country's third major player, Dito Telecommunity, it is expected to launch in March of 2021. The Philippine Education Department ready for the opening of classes in public schools on October 5. Education Undersecretary Diosdado San Antonio says about 80 percent of the modules have already been distributed to the students. San Antonio is confident, despite connectivity challenges in some areas, students can still proceed with distance learning.
3: We at the Department of Education have decided to offer multiple distance learning delivery modality. Uh, This means that uh, even if the internet uh, would not be very reliable, we can still proceed with the learning activities at home. Uh, There's an option for uh, the digital modular learning, which means that the child once given access to the uh, digital learning resources can proceed without even having to uh, be online. We had to dispense with uh, the quarterly exam, the periodical exam, uh, the last one, last school year. We are going to put that as a regular practice this coming school year. We feel that uh, if we rely on the two other criteria for assessment, uh, the written outputs and the performance tasks of the students, Uh, we will be able to uh, sufficiently assess the extent of learning by the students. Uh, In other words, uh, the assessment will be making full use of portfolios.
0: That'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Play back the interviews too on ANC's YouTube channel. Keep safe everyone as you keep it here on the news channel.